Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There we are. We've, we, what do you mean? We came to the room and you weren't there. Whoa. We've Whoa. <laughs> Don't, because I'm now going to click on the email that says um, that Josh is waiting. 9.56, so 10 minutes is a lie. That's one. Okay. Two, we'd arranged 10 o'clock. We've been here for hours, actually. I am. I believe that guy. I am getting quite a lot of tension. Let me actually. We can't see Josh there. Let's do it this way. I'm getting quite a lot of tension between Josh and James, and I think this relationship is <laughs> is on the brink of breaking down. What's interesting? It's nice to see you guys again. Hey. This is Catherine. Hi, nice Josh, to meet you, James. Hi. What's interesting? I was. I did um, uh, Josh's podcast a while ago now, and uh, Josh was completely bald. What? During that. And now, I mean, he's letting it grow again. Damn. <laughs> oh, damn. He'll never go that short again. Oh, was, was it a mistake? Was it a step too far? <laughs> look, deal. Oh, yeah. Who, who does, oh, I know exactly who you look like. And this was bugging me. The last time we met, I was, you know, when you, you meet someone and you go away and you, you just think they look like someone. I've worked out who, um, who Josh looks like. Alexander Armstrong from Pointless. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but he's got some hair. <laughs> How are you both doing? How is... Um, when was it we spoke? Was it about six weeks ago? No, maybe yeah, even longer. Yeah, wasn't it? Time has become... Yeah, it was ahead of the launch of this. I think it was two nights before you started doing the test. 
Oh, right. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that, so that was, I think that was about July the 20th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, about, about six weeks. It's nice to see you both. How, thank you so much for staying up late. I know this is, this is, you know, stupid time, but what the hell? We have to stay up. Why the hell can't you? Um, how have the last, how's the last sort of six weeks or so of lockdown been? Let's, let's start with you first, Josh. How's it, how's it been? Are, are you going, have you settled into it now? Are you going nuts with it? What, what's it like? Josh, he's he's done with it now. It was all right at the beginning. He didn't mind staying in, but... Now, just you get to the point where you just miss seeing people. Obviously, where we live on the Isle of Wight as well, it's people getting over here. It's not just the normal not being able to see people. Obviously, a lot of Josh's friends live on the mainland, so they haven't been able to get... Oh, it's only the last, what, four weeks, four or five yeah. weeks that the ferries have been running properly again, so... Right. How about you, James? How are you finding it? Yeah, fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah it's all right. Whatever. Bring it on. <laughs> it's, it's what it is. No, yeah, it's been good. I mean, it hasn't really changed a lot for... Right, advice, really, because we've still been working our, you know, normal shifts and stuff, and it's where Josh has twenty four seven care that it still has to be fulfilled. So we've, for us, it's for the days when we're at work, it's much the same, really, and then <laughs> when we're not at work, same as everyone else. Yeah, I, I've we we've both kind of me and Catherine have sort of reached our, our first limit I say limit because we still have to it'll carry on whatever but I'm yeah. I'm tired of it man I'm so tired th- of it I think we've kind of acknowledged that uh, we're, we're feeling a bit frazzled with it now and actually I worry now that I'm passing it on to my kids my kids went out to, for the day with their granddad and my youngest was talking to me about it last night and she was saying I'm a bit worried I'm a bit worried that there's going to be too many people there and I, do you know what I'm, I'm concerned that I've passed that on to her do you know what I mean so I had to say to her, look, we're not going to put you anywhere risky. If there's too many people, you won't go in. It's all cool. It's all cool. And maybe I need to chill out a little bit as well. Around yeah, her. we're starting to let go a bit. Uh, what a great time, Josh, to release your new book. When <laughs> You can't do any book tours. No. You can't do any sh- any of the shows. I heard another, an author on, a, on a, another podcast today saying... Their book came out just as lockdown started and, mm. and they couldn't go out and sell it. And that is, I guess, is integral. Tell us about the book. Uh, Josh said for the last four years we've sort of been developing a podcast and a website and stuff which is a bit ironic seeing as Josh can't talk very well (laughs) so for the last four years we've been doing that Right. 
And uh, just finished writing a book about those interviews, some of the best ones, some of the most um, prominent figures that we've interviewed and how they sort of affected British entertainment and mm. how they fitted into the landscape and the psyche, I suppose. If you see me just looking away, it's just because I'm looking at the chat and I'm just um, I'm just posting the link now to the um, book on Amazon if people want to go and have a little uh, look-see at it they can do so the book is called beyond, now this is beyond the title the yearbook yeah, yeah. that's it and now I'm, ass I'm assuming that my interview was was too late to be in this book that's right yeah, yeah it was genuinely not just <laughs> genuinely. Well, it's, been, it's been great talking to you Josh thanks a lot yeah. <laughs> but look look who he's got as the quote on the Amazon review Oh, Stanley Johnson, my, oh, my yeah. word! Yeah. Uh, when you interviewed Stanley, could he hear you? Because I've, obviously, I worked with Stanley in the jungle, and uh, he would just—he'd be given a rule, right? In this game, you can't say the word red, and he'd spend ten minutes then going, "Okay, well, so can I say the word yellow?" <laughs> but if what if I so I can't just to clarify, I can or I can't say. So it's red is the word I can't say. <laughs> Any of the other. And it's just, Stanley, you can't say red. That's it. That's the rule. Yeah. What was he like to interview? <laughs> yeah, he spent the first 10 minutes of the interview on Instagram <laughs> trying to post a picture. But I'm assuming he normally gets people to help him with that sort of thing. So he, want, he was desperate to take a selfie and post it to his Instagram. Yeah, and, uh, yeah so he spent the first 10 minutes trying to work that out. He... <laughs> And then through the whole interview, Josh thought his phone was ringing in, in the back pocket of his wheelchair. But it was because he posted this picture on Instagram and tagged Josh in it straight away. <laughs> he hadn't been out of the jungle long. That was probably right. Okay, yeah. a couple of months after. Yeah. A few months after. So he was still sort of getting a lot of hits on social media i had to um i, I lost stanley's contact I, I, I don't know if i still gone but he posted something on instagram and put my private email address on there and so i had to go to kez who i was in the jungle with and say kez could you ask stanley to take my email address off of his instagram he's a silly he's a silly sod and you know you can see why this country's screwed if his son is running it but you did so josh you did um a documentary about like old school showbiz yeah. so are, are these some of the same interviews some of the same interviewees from the film yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
We didn't reuse any of the interviews that we did from the documentary, but it was from doing the documentary that realised that that was something that we enjoyed doing. And mm -hmm. it was kind of off the back of that, that when that project finished, we sort of said, well, we're, the most enjoyable part was doing the research and the interviews. So yeah. that was why we started the website really after that. So the yeah. film, remind me what the, the premise of the film was. And have I got, have I remembered this right? No one else would make it. People would go, oh, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Oh, we can't do it. Oh. So you just went off and did it kind of off your own bat? Yeah. <laughs> Josh did um, his masters. He wrote a film about Bill Cotton, who was the head of light entertainment at the BBC, mm -hmm. the man behind all of the big stars that everyone sort of knew. Um, and then that, when he was doing the research and everything for that and writing it, the agents and all the people in the background became a bit more prominent. And it was like that point really that Josh realised that that story had never been told because. Obviously, you got a group of people there that were largely responsible for all of the superstars. And obviously, just letting in a cat. Carry on. Sorry, James. I can hear a cat scratching at the door. <laughs> Come on, darling. You're coming in. And, um, I'm busy. Thank you. So yeah, that was kind of the start of that, I suppose. And then um, yeah, it was it was more about really just trying to tell a story that hadn't been told, that probably mm. should be told, because TV was in its sort of conceptual stages in those days. And you had a lot of people post-war that m moved into entertainment because it was something they had a passion for. And yeah. then obviously TV ended up growing into a massive thing, but there was no guarantee of that at that point. It was still mm. sort of early days. So that was kind of the, the Josh's passion for it, I suppose. And, uh, I'm so sorry. I've got another cat that wants to come. Unbelievable. I'm not doing it. has got four me. cats. George, it's going to be. Please, I'm busy. I'm talking to Josh. Please, mate. Thank George. you. So sorry. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We have got a new sponsor. Now, this is Hush, who is um, an accountant. And I just mentioned him the other day on the stream. Uh, oh, God, this, this guy, Hush, is, is, is a new sponsor. Yeah. He's had, he's had two gigs already. You know why? A lot of people needing to get their finances in order at the moment. Now, this is what I have done. That's his details there. Yeah. Okay. Harsh Singh, HF Singh and Co. Limited. Reads the small print so you don't have to. Exactly. Um, he's been an accountant for 20 years. Um, he started doing it like he works for a big company and then he started doing like, he, well, the story he told me was about 10 years ago. His dentist said, look, if, Harsh, if you, if you do my accounts, I'll, I'll do your teeth for free. Oh gosh. Right. right. And he went, yeah, yeah, sure. Sounds like it's old fashioned. Maybe I should make these. So uh, is what we're saying is that you don't have to pay him actual money. You can barter him in, uh, in kind. There we go. There's his details. I couldn't, I couldn't get his thing in a transparent ping. So there it is. Right, um, at HF Singh Co on on Twitter. And so he's he's got really good teeth. Is what I'm trying to say. He's got really really uh, good teeth. He does basically. If you've got tax issues, um, now is the time to get in touch with him. Chartered accountant, chartered tax advisor, specialises in corporate tax. The VAT the personal tax, the audits and the accounts. His special, his specialities are income and corporate tax compliance, tax planning, HNWIs, VAT, groups of companies, audit, management reporting and charity reviews. Um, send him an email, harsh at hfsingandco.uk. And that email doesn't sound right, but it is. Mm. Harsh at hfsingandco.uk. Dot UK. New sponsor. We're proud to have him on board. He's a good man. He's terrible at tag, but he's still better than you, Catherine. He is, because he remembered we had a meeting and mm. I didn't, and I took my kids out to McDonald's instead. Mm. 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 We've been in all day. I had to get them out of their pyjamas. I'm talking about tag, though, when he beat you at tag and you came oh, in the running Oh, I hate gear. tag. I hate running. I hate doing anything like that. Pers- and yet I still turned Sidon Safety Management are back for their second month. Thank you. Devon and Cornwall, they're the only in- authorised installer of Radivision, which is this really cool kind of, um, uh, what do you call it, alarm system. It's a security doesn't system, doesn't need yeah. power, doesn't need the internet. It can You can set it up in a field if you wanted to. Um, you, we all know about Zeus the dog, and we'll see some pictures of Zeus later on. All of the staff are SIA licensed. Now, that means nothing to me. So I said, Nick, what the hell does that mean? And he means, he said, that is the industry official license, which means everyone passes a criminal record check and holds a qualification. All of the patrols are GPS tracked. They're getting excited because they know that they can beat Zeus in a fight. All of the patrols are GPS tracked and monitored by their 24-hour control room. 
who assist members of the public, customers and the patrols in the field, as well as answering calls from Twitch racists and a man who watches this show and calls up the company and says penis. We know who you are. Thank you, Poseidon Safety Management. We'll do a lot more about you guys throughout the week. Gregorian, big up! Now, we've had a number of people suggesting that they might get married just so they can uh, yep. have Gregorian Emerson sort out the divorce for them yes. because they are that good. Yep. They won't create any further drama than necessary. They make sure that the family, when it comes to it, is the most important thing, right? You're still going to be a family long after you're not a couple anymore and they want to make sure that that is done as smoothly and as gently as possible. Really tough time. They're not going to make it any more dramatic. So excellent stuff from uh, Richard and we thank you, thank you, thank you for your ongoing uh, support. And I mean, guys, where would we be without Sommers Waste Solutions? I'll tell you where we would be, knee deep in rubbish. Exactly. The Sommers boys are a family business based in Bedfordshire, but they uh, can sort you out regardless of where you are in the country and regardless of what your waste needs are. So you might be a small shop, you need something you know, sorting out on a pretty low scale. You might be a massive business. Yep. Have a chat with them. They are your one-stop shop for waste solutions. Remind us, we'll talk about the switch and save um, deal that they've got going at the moment. And um, we think they can probably save you money and certainly make your company a whole lot greener. Who have you got in the book? And there's, I know there's loads because it's 280 pages long. You don't have to list them all, by the way. <laughs> Um, it goes from like one end of the spectrum like showbiz legends like Jimmy Tarbuck and Barry Cryer and people like that all the way through to like people like Jeremy Kyle and Shirley Ballas and you know like people like reality shows yeah yeah we did we get Tarby in the end he was a little bit no, I thought it was all right. I can't remember. I love like, all of that. It was nice. What tends to happen when we get people on from that kind of generation is they expect us to take the mickey out of them because they've gone through that thing where, you know, the alternative comedians came in and all of a sudden they were a bit of an old-fashioned... It's also partly, you know, my background as the 11 o'clock show. They yeah. expect me to, to get them on and then take this. But we never get people on who we don't rate. So yeah. I think Tarby, once he realised we weren't going to go for him... He was great. And these, we've, got, we've always, we had this thing. Was, was it 2016 when everyone was dying? Everyone that you'd yeah. ever bought a record yeah. or a ticket to see, they all yeah. died. And we had this, and, and uh, you know, it's that horrible thing. The day after someone dies, everyone goes, well, David, David Bowie died. And not the great, greatest example, but he's died and we all love him and there's loads of tributes. And me and Catherine thought, we should be saying this like before they die, to them, yeah. you know. So we made a big thing of, of getting older acts that meant something to us. And we had um, Bernie Clifton. We had Eddie Large, who mm-hmm. I became very friendly with. Uh, we had Tarby. We had all of these 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 people that, uh, Josh, I think you're, you're a bit younger than me, but, you know, that we would have grown up Saturday night TV. It was these, these people were huge. Mm. And they sort of, 
you know, they, they, you kind of forget about them until they they die, and you go, oh my god, that Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy Tarbot's still alive, but Jimmy Tarbot was great. We, and you know, it was was. Is there an element of that when you meet these people, just particularly the older ones, of, of kind of letting them know how important they've been? I Enough, Josh actually asked uh, Jimmy how he felt about those 80s comedians sort of taking the mickey out of him. Yeah. Um, and he said that when he didn't really mind too much because when he met them, they were completely different. It was part of an act that was popular, but not necessarily a reflection of how they mm. felt about that generation. And yeah, I think from... I think, I reckon, from our point of view, you get that vibe from quite a lot of those guys, with it probably with the exception of Barry Cryer, because he has made a huge effort to still stay part of whatever the next generation of comedy is doing. Mm. He's even now we when we interviewed him for the website, that was an interview which was pretty relaxed. It was at his house and he was any sort of that's that's kind of what he likes to still do he doesn't want to not be involved in stuff because in his words as soon as he's not involved no one wants to know so it's a double-edged sword really can you um sometimes josh i find myself interviewing someone and sat opposite them and just thinking how did i how did i end up here you know i grew up on a council estate in slough and i'm sat opposite ray davis from the kinks you know or I've, i'm i'm sat next to ringo star chatting to ringo star did can you do you sometimes get that how is you know how is this how am i ended up barry cry's house you know that sounds like the coolest it just sounds yeah, well, so cool doesn't it it was a pretty cool day <laughs> <laughs> Josh said he gets it all the time, but particularly when he interviewed um, Jimmy Tarbuck for the website um separate because before he emailed him for the documentary and then we went back and emailed him just for the website just about generally his career and everything yeah and um he invited us to the golf club i say the golf club as in the golf club where they yeah. all play and he'd sort of he hires it out for these sort of media days where mm. everyone goes along and stands in an orderly queue and he'd had a particularly rough day on the course so everyone was just waiting for him forever and he was still playing. And he came marching, he came marching in 
and um, all the other like proper proper interviewers like the BBC and stuff. They were getting funny about the time because they were a bit like, well, we've got to go soon. And he was just like, no, I've got an interview with Josh first. And like okay. a uh, crowd did that first. But yeah, stuff like that is pretty mad when we do things. And it's yeah, really- that's, what I, that's what I want my Tarbies to be like and my Brucies and all. I want them to be, yeah, yeah. you know, late because they're having a crap round of golf. <laughs> <laughs> the website I got have I got I've got this right I've just put it in the chat is beyond the title.co.uk that's it yeah. <laughs> that's it and, and the podcast is beyond the title as well yes that's right the podcast is on uh Spotify um I think iTunes uh, most of them get uploaded to YouTube right uh, it's a good it's a good listen dear listener yes I'm on one but I'm one of I'm at the lower end of the of the list you, you've you met, you've heard some of the names that he's mentioned it's, it's, it's where he gets some incredible uh, people on there and the book is I want to get the title of the book right as well because it's beyond the title the yearbook yeah. um is that tough to, I mean look the cover looks great is that tough to put together is that is that a tough old gig oh <laughs> Yeah. Well, he wrote it with his nose, so it's pretty difficult. Yeah. Oh, you know, you you told me this. So you you're doing all the typing, yeah, with Josh, the nose. Josh uses his iPad, um, and sort of it's on the table, and he just sort of taps away with his nose. No, mate. No. I mean, it took a little while to. <laughs> it all, um, when I first started working with Josh, like ten years ago, he didn't use the iPad, so the i the iPad's a relatively new thing. Um, don't tell me you had an old-fashioned typewriter. Yeah, yeah. No, well, actually, we used to use a quill. Um, <laughs> Off his like, nose. No, we had, we had technology. Like, I know it's Yana White, but it's not like third. Oh, okay. We had got like electricity and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he sort of learned. When did, when did you get the iPad? Learned the iPad. It must have been about 2013. Yeah. Something like that, and then we got an iPad, gave it a go, um, and then yeah, we just. All right. So how long does it type, take? How long does it take to type a book with your nose then? It just sort of writes it in sections and then um, in terms of like reading it back and stuff and when we edit it we normally do that together mm-hmm. but the thing with the iPad is it's great for just the creative part of it yeah Josh can just sort of get things down out of his head quicker than what he would be able to say it and then have a carer type it especially if we get a new carer who's not so good at understanding Josh, it that we've had that before, and it's such a long process. So, probably writing it with your nose. I reckon you'd do a page an hour, just under, probably a page every forty-five minutes. Do you um, do you ever think? Oh, I just can't be bothered. It sounds like hard work doing a book with your nose, and I know that you've had, um, you know, great ideas that have perhaps not gone as far as they should or haven't been made because of you know how you are physically. Do you ever just think? this i just what's the point or are you constantly driven (laughs) 
that's hard for you to answer. Ask me. Well, yeah, but to be honest, I think we said to you when we did the interview with you, the main reason why we started the website was off the back of that when we made the documentary and it didn't go where we wanted it to. Mm. You know, false promises, you know, people at the BBC are looking at it and you never really get anything back. And the reason why we started the website was to take the power, for want of a better word, to take the power out of the out of the hands of those people and yeah. just be able to create a forum where Josh can basically do whatever he wants. Mm. So, you know, there are times when you've written blogs and you go through a stage of writing blogs or if there's things that particularly... I think if for you as a writer, from my point of view, sort of looking in, Josh would have an idea and want to be able to write something because it's what he enjoys, but there's not always a guarantee at the end of it. So the website and everything creates somewhere where it still gets to see the light of day and people still get to see stuff, even when, like we said before, obviously the situation that Josh is in is an obvious hurdle in making it in the entertainment industry or in the media. Um, so, I mean, you've got to kind of work with what you've got, I suppose. And luckily though it's it works both ways because of the situation we've also had a lot of people that have taken an interest in Mm. what josh can do and then obviously that that helps massively when you get people who are interested in what you do like for example the interview with jeremy kyle when we did that interview he was still on every day on tv it wasn't before it got taken down and all that stuff and he doesn't do interviews. No. Mm. Like, he's, we were the first interview that he'd done in over three years. And it was just the fact that his PA had sort of said to him, oh, there's this guy, Josh, showed him the website, showed him Facebook and everything. And he sort of said, actually, yeah, do you know what? Let's do it. That, that's a bit of me. That's- so, so it has its drawbacks, but it opens a few doors. Yeah, of course it does, yeah. As well. And I think we'd all... We've sort of talked about it before, and Josh spoke about it in his autobiography and in this book as well. It would be naive to think that sometimes that sort of aspect of sympathy a little bit doesn't open up doors yeah. for getting interviews that otherwise maybe people wouldn't get. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why for josh he's always been really conscious for his podcast to be judged on its own merit and not make a wish foundation situation where people are just doing it because he's disabled yeah exactly and, and actually that's a really that's quite an interesting thing to be able to see when we meet people and then they start to hear the questions and then they start to communicate. Oh, this, this guy's actually right. good and, and yeah. knows his stuff. And then, they yeah. start, then they start to actually credit where credit's due instead of credit for credit's sake. And that's, mm. 
that's mm. a that's also a, you know a bit of a motive I think behind doing it is it's good for all right listen we're going to let you go because it's very late but we have one final question Catherine is a spooky show yeah. I think we need to ask if Josh and James if either of you have ever seen a ghost <laughs> this first is hilarious in itself. <laughs> but when I was a scout. <laughs> James looks really reluctant to pass I can't say that. <laughs> James, what of that can you share with us? And there was a, some weird tale about a, a white lady. A white lady. That what you used to do what? Put your campfire out. I don't know how you ever got over that one, Josh. <laughs> that was, I'm going to be honest, that was the longest, and I'm going to say, shittest ghost story. <laughs> I think we've had so we far. Josh, uh, Josh Barry, beyond the title, uh, .co.uk is the website, it's the podcast, it's also the book. I'll put the link in the chat again. James, so nice to see you again. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for staying up late. I know it's late. Uh, You guys are welcome anytime you want. And Josh, I apologise because I got the dates confused. So last week I'm cheating. Last week I tweeted, I've got Josh Barry on. Sends me an email. What? (laughs) I thought it was next week. What are you You doing? I heard him stomping around the house. I I think I was making dinner or something. And I just heard, doom, 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 doom. Right, right. Get ready. You're like, what? what? <laughs> Ian Lee's just emailed me, and it's tonight, not next week. And I was just like, I'm so, so yeah, sorry. So that was fun while it lasted for about make, 10 minutes. And makes so, you oh. feel alive. Makes you feel yeah, alive. Get heart pumping. Josh, uh, Josh and James, it's so nice to see you. Thanks so much. Yeah. Go to bed. Yeah, we're going to go. Stay again. safe, and we'll speak again soon. Thank you, guys. Good night. Nice to meet you both. See you later. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.